Hello and welcome to another edition of 12 Days of Christmas here at Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. I'm Kirsten. I'm Garrett. And Kirsten, this is um, your first podcast with us, so welcome. Thank you so much. So um, today's entry in our 12 Days of Christmas is a Christmas movie selected by Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Netflix film called A Christmas Prince. Why don't you tell us about it? A Christmas Prince, also known as Netflix encroaching on the Hallmark market. (laughs) So, Christmas Prince, you have a reporter, Amber, who is kind of trying to make a name for herself as a big city reporter out of New York and struggling to really play hard with the boys out there. And she gets her very first big assignment, uh, The Prince of Aldovia, a very (laughs) real country, no it's not, uh, that is having a secession crisis that if the prince doesn't take the throne in a year, then he must abdicate and they don't know what he's going to decide. Mm. So she is assigned to go report on this quote-unquote playboy prince and sure enough, Christmas is going on, shenanigans ensue and things get a little crazy, and that is where our story takes off. Cool. So you mentioned Hallmark. Um, this movie did feel very much like a Hallmark Christmas movie, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I've been known to watch and enjoy those myself. Um, but it has all the you know the elements of one of those types of movies. It's kind of cheesy and schmaltzy and there's a romance and there's supposed to be some comedy and it's all set in this you know idealized christmas world where all the sets seem to have been thrown up on by christmas (laughs) and um it's you know i i enjoy that in a certain way um they make for kind of cozy viewing around the holidays um this movie didn't completely work for me i i and the big the big problem for me was just I, there was a lack of chemistry between the two leads, um, and that you know for for a romantic comedy that's kind of a must, and to me I I just didn't buy into their relationship, um, but you know that being said I can see how this would be a fun movie to watch on a you know wintry Christmas Eve or around the holidays, so you know it's it's. It's hard to recommend a Hallmark movie <clears throat> because they're just not that great. And this one isn't that great. Um, but it does serve a certain purpose. And if that's what you're looking for, then this is a good one. But um, I don't think it's necessarily great movie making. But what do you guys think? Um, I think if you're going into it, ready to laugh at it, then mm-hmm. it's a, like a 10 for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some of my favorite parts, her editor is just kind of this crazy old woman, and she keeps referring to the prince as his royal hotness the whole time. Uh, if you look at her notes while she's taking her hard-hitting reporter notes, it's just like, why with three question marks? It's, the prince seems reluctant. Three exclamation points, things like that. So it's very easy to make fun of. So um, I think... The reason why I made the joke about homework at the beginning is I, I do kind of think you need to go in this with, you know, at least some expectation. Right. Uh, we're not comparing this movie to, say, other Christmas movies like Christmas Vacation, which is just an all-time classic. <laughs> I say Hallmark because I think uh, what I really do believe net, what Netflix is trying to do 
is to they, they found that Hallmark and Lifetime they have this kind of market that gets really saturated this time or not saturated but um, really consumed this time of year and they noticed an opening and Netflix th- uh, kind of dove in with the cheesiness they they dove in with the, the festiveness the lovey-dovey the cheesy <laughs> comedy and then they upped their production value mm-hmm. so the reason why I want to compare this to Hallmark movies is I, you know, I agree with Kirsten, where if you're putting it in that light, it absolutely is in the upper echelon of those movies. You know, some of them where, you know, they pan over and all of a sudden you see, you know, a lighting pole because <laughs> they just threw the movie together so quickly. You don't have any of those issues. Um, the actors uh, seem to be a bit more talented. I believe Princess Emily just stole the show. Uh, the the cute, adorable, um, I think it's sister, right, of the prince yeah. that... Uh, just, uh, you know, she, she's she got the disability where she can't walk and uh, is, you know, very fierce, yet also very loving and loyal and funny. So uh, there, there's some good uh, acting performances and there is some good dialogue, even though a lot of it is forced. <laughs> and uh, the, the love story is like, OK, this person, this person, they hate each other, but they will fall in love and you will love it. So it, it's got all that to it. But. Going into the expectation that we're comparing this to Hallmark movies, very up there. Yeah. So my expectations were not terribly high <laughs> for this. I mean, I know what Netflix does, at least as far as the rom-coms, and I, I really actually like Netflix rom-coms. This is not a rom-com. This is uh, a Christmassy romance thing, and it is cheesy, and um, I'm fine with all that, but it doesn't quite live up even to its its basic um its basic you know mission in my opinion i mean it's okay it's not a terrible movie but it's not all that good either um one thing i don't like to do is i I try when we do these these reviews i don't like to try and be particularly mean against the actors but i will say that some of the actors in here are just they're just not they're not great put it that way and I'm thinking particularly of the ones that work like in the newsroom or the the, um, uh, the main character Amber works in so this is played by Rose McIver who I don't think I've seen in anything before but um, when she's with those particular actors she's just head and shoulders you know above them as far as like her talent it just shines <laughs> through um, so there's that um, I will say this so a lot of times I'm all for inclusion, uh, 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 particularly of like a, let's just say like a gay character. But I almost felt insulted by the gay character <laughs> in this movie. It's just so. It, it really felt like it's like this guy's gay. This guy's gay. Yeah. Look, 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 we did it. It was really, it was really bad. Um, and I hate this. I hate to be like this, but um, as Ashley kind of mentioned earlier, I didn't feel a lot, a ton of chemistry um, between Rose McIver's character and then Ben Lamb, who plays Prince Richard. Um, I accepted their eventual romance because you know that's what the movie's about, right? But it, it, there wasn't a huge ton of chemistry there. And then there's... <laughs> and this is maybe... This is being particularly nitpicky and i got to be careful this ground I'm treading on here, but um, the queen... I call the queen mother, uh, played by Alice Creed, Queen who will forever be to me as uh, the Borg queen from Star Trek First Contact. <laughs> but she's in here and... and 
this act, this movie came out two years ago. Alice Krieg is currently 65, so she was 63 when this movie came out. The actress playing the younger sister of the prince is 13 now, so I guess she was 11 then. This this is almost like a miracle birth. You don't hear about a lot of women giving birth in, in their you're, 50s. Sitting U.S. Senator just yeah, then, I mean, but, I, I don't you know, want to say is, what you doing, but... But, you know, this is... <laughs> this, she, I was just like, okay, um, all right. But, um, and then... I won't say anything more about that, but it's funny when the movie started. I was really wowed by. It. I mean, this this looks if you have, if you're watching this on a high definition TV, it looks gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. But particularly the the opening establishing shots in New York City, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, like wow. And then there's a shot of Chicago all of a sudden, <laughs> and then it goes back to New York City, and I'm like, okay, so you know the, the editing is a, a bit off there, uh, and then. And I may have missed it, but but so what's her name? Um, Amber, the Rose McIver character. From what I can tell, she's kind of well. Her dad owns this diner in New York City, and I don't know if they've said anything else about her being outside of New York City, like coming from someplace else. But what I found really weird is, you know, she's in uh, you know Aldovia, whatever the heck the country's name is, and you know she decides to go out on horseback for a ride and just gets on the horse and starts riding and I'm like where did where did she learn how to ride a horse in the middle of New York City what 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 urban lifestyle and, did and maybe did? one of those you know cops out there let her get up on one of them horses yeah. or one of those carriage rides around Central Park she could have done it and that and that's nitpicky right but but it's still just kind of like I feel like there was not a lot of basic attention to detail given in this in this movie um, that it's a little sloppy it's a little sloppy. And I can forgive a movie a lot of things if it's just still like nice and sweet. And this movie is nice and sweet, but it's not it's not there's not enough of it for me to for me to uh, be to be as forgiving as I might otherwise be. Yeah, I mean I if I had been able to root for these characters and care about them, I, I you know, I could forgive a lot, but um it just ended up being kind of boring because I didn't care a lot for the characters. And I, I don't think the acting was, was that bad, actually. I think a lot of the problem was with the dialogue. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is kind of fun to laugh at this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, her conversations with her father are so funny because... Oh my God. he He's just like a walking greeting card. He has, like, he has no personality. All he, all he says are like these mm-hmm. little cliched words of wisdom. Um... It was completely unbelievable, but fun to laugh at. <laughs> he was like a, a human Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> spouting spouting these, these weird cookie, uh, you know, fortune, fortune cookie, cookie yeah. words of wisdom. And, and yeah. <laughs> I do have to give a big shout out, though. So the, I don't know what you call it, the, there's a technical term for this, and it's escaping my mind, but um, the woman who runs things at the palace mm-hmm. is actress Sarah Douglas. And I mean, she showed up, and she looked familiar. And I looked her up on IMDb, and she played one of the bad, one of the villains in in the Stone Cold classic Superman Two. She was Ursa in that movie, and she was just fierce in Superman Two. Yeah. And it's great to see her, you know, almost four decades later, still uh, still working. Yeah. And she was good in this. So, so uh, now it's score time. So we will score this. Who are we starting with? Uh, Gary, you can go first. On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you give this? So, um, 
I'm going to be very generous. Uh, Kirsten and I will sit down and watch these Hallmark movies over the holidays. <laughs> and like I said, keeping expectations is probably a bit unfair because the very latest Hallmark we watched was just absolutely god-awful terrible. <laughs> that uh, one about amnesia. It was bad. Yeah, it was really, really bad. So I'm going in comparison to that. I'm probably gonna, I'm going to give it a five and a half. Well, I also watch a lot of these Hallmark movies, <laughs> and I love every single one of them. <laughs> but I, I'll go with a six. I liked it more than you liked it. Not more than I like you. <laughs> well, thank you. But, yeah. Well, I watched one Hallmark Christmas movie this year, and I liked it better than this one. Ooh. Mm. You um, have to recommend that to us, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Nostalgic Christmas, it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give this 5.5 as well. Actually, that's my score. So, um, our total score is a 5.6, and it is on the tomato meter with a critic score of 73%. Woo! With an audience score of 48. That's we might want to up these scores a little bit here. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Thanks Christmas. for listening. <laughs>